Hello and welcome to the I Create Daily Podcast. I'm Leora Alderson. And I'm Devani Alderson. We are the mother-daughter co-founders of the I Create Daily brand. We are passionate about encouraging positivity, creativity, and productivity while bringing you information and resources that support your creative aspirations. I Create Daily is for creators in every genre of creating, from musicians to writers, crafters to inventors, bloggers to entrepreneurs. So if you're into creating anything, this podcast has something for you. So tell us, what would support you most in your journey? You can reach us at creator at iCreateDaily.com. Thank Thank you you for for joining joining us us on this journey. Hello and welcome to the I Create Daily podcast. I'm Devani. And I'm Leora. And today we're doing a coffee break where we talk about ideas, people, and things and resources that inspire us or that we want to share with you that we might find, that you might find helpful on your journey. So today we're going to talk about marketing and the ways we can help you with marketing and resources we recommend because we're not the experts. Yes. So ways we can and cannot help you exactly. with, with marketing, etc. So this all started, uh, you know, like part of what we're doing with you guys, uh, if you followed us at all for any time, is to you know basically share a part of our journey as we're in it, um, and so that includes you know some of the the foibles and mistakes and false starts. Foibles, that's a good word and to just have on the tip of your tongue. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for the foibles, yeah, it alliterates okay. well, and uh, and so that's kind of what we're doing right now. It's like. So we recently shared, in fact, just this today as we're recording this is May 2nd and uh, beginning April 29th and 30th, we shared a program that we were recommending people tune into if they were interested in uh, looking at ways to grow their brand in the world and or to create an online business. Um, and part of the reason, so, so we, so here's the thing, okay, the, the, when it comes to like, if we say to you, and we start out saying this is about marketing, I wouldn't be surprised if many of you would just be ready to click off and say, okay, not my thing, because that's where we would be. Yeah. So where we have failed in our own business endeavors, or at least our weak area is in sales and marketing. So we're strong in content creation, product creation, ideation, brand building, platform building, website development, and all of that SEO, even for articles uh, and all of that. But where we're weak is in like the, many artists, like are, many are creators. pretty good exactly. at, at telling stories that attract and um, garner um, the audience that they're looking for. Like many of us are probably, even if you've never built an audience before, you might find that as you uh, begin the journey of developing your own audience, you'll see you might be able to see the natural tendencies of where you're good at storytelling but maybe sometimes weaker when it comes to the sales or asking for the for the you know for the money basically yeah and yet we are determined to learn more how to do that because that is one of the things we want to be able to share with our audience because that is actually one of the things that inspired the whole journey of I Create Daily. Two things. One, it is to help creators create more regularly, to do the work they want to do in the world and support them in getting that out there and then making something of it for those who wish to earn money from it and even hopefully make a living doing it. It is entirely possible. We've written an article titled The Age, uh, like the the New Renaissance, and it's about how this is the new renaissance of where artists and creators will be holding sway relative to um, 
the movement of things in the world because things are so visual these days and you know even the the written word in writers we have writers in our family and there's always the plight about you know does a writer spend a year that's what it takes to write it or more to write a novel that might sell for fifteen dollars on amazon from which they might get sixty percent or seventy percent uh, if it sells and then which they once they close the computer or the document on that final page of their manuscript, then the work begins, you know, like mm -hmm. they think their work is done, but then the work begins of marketing it. Yeah. So much of it is a game and so much, but some of, but so much of it is also about trying to tap into what works now in this changing environment. And that is that people don't read as much these days. Right. Um, people consume <laughs> so much more on YouTube, so much more visual and audio uh, such as podcasts and audiobooks, and yet audiobooks are very expensive to have it read, have it created for you. Yeah. I mean, like literally, you could spend you know ten to twenty thousand dollars to hire professional readers to read your audiobook for you, depending on how long the book is. Um, and and it takes time to vet the quality of the voices and the the tonalities and the people you work good with, like people you work well with in right. the reading and people who really deliver your story the way you want it delivered. And so the whole thing, even that is investing a lot of money. There's a lot when it comes to book sales and marketing where you're investing and you're putting a lot on the line before you ever even see a dime of that back. And so it's almost putting you in the red pretty much. Well, like most businesses is, really, yeah. it's just that with books there, you can't just increase the price of a book very easily. Right. And there are increasingly more people. We encounter them all the time. We have them in our Facebook group and who visit our I Create Daily page on Facebook um, and who are interested in writing, uh, who are interested in starting writing. And then we have many in the audience who are already writing, already published, and then struggling at the place of struggling to actually sell their books that they're lucky if they sell one a day. Uh, most sell even fewer than that. Um, and that's through Amazon where, you know, versus like in Barton, we just heard a statistic the other day that um, in Barnes and Noble, most books sell less than a thousand copies. And even that, that's an average, which means you have those that sell a lot less. And that's also taking into account the uh, top sellers that kind of help those averages go up a little bit probably. So anyway, backing up a little bit, it's like, so part of our mission and, and is to bring to creators the resources that help you succeed and thrive. Uh, so that's our passion. And um, so one of the reasons we shared recently, something we almost never do, because the thing is, is that we're not marketers, we're not internet marketers. We have been in the marketing and online business for so long that we tend to be, you know, like anti-marketers in a way. It's sort of like, and so for us to share, and, and yet we know, and so same thing with copywriting, mm -hmm. you know, we're anti, you know, about copywriting, it's that oftentimes long form content that all the most successful marketers, business people, entrepreneurs, and e-com people highly recommend. And that's copywriting W, uh, right. W -R, Sorry. W R I as opposed to not copyright isn't protected but is in copywritten content that is based on things like Robert Cialdini's book, Influencers, um, and all the things about the psychology of the masses, psychology mm -hmm. of your, per, your, your customer, um, and you know, that uses and employs manipulation. It's the same thing we all see when we you know clickbait. It's all yeah. about clickbait. It's all about manipulating your audience to want to buy and tune into and read what you have and then buy it. Yeah. And so, and the thing is, is it's, it's a fascinating thing to learn. 
So learning the industry of copywriting and how to do it, it can be very interesting to just study and learn just as a almost crash course on how people process and think and, and make decisions. But we come up against the thing of, we never want anybody to feel manipulated uh, to buy into our brand. Like that's just not how, and, and this is a very fine line because there's a lot of people that we do respect and admire and learn from who do do copywriting who are advocates and of who it. love copywriting and maybe they got their start in business through being a copywriter and it's not at all this is not to bash them for doing that whatsoever but it is to note that sometimes just because that's the way other people are successfully doing business doesn't always mean that's how we have to do it if it does not at all sit well with us and we don't like doing things that make us feel bad about a communication that we send to you guys because we want to talk to you guys as human beings because yeah. saying saying yeah. things as we would say them yeah. writing things as we would write them and not writing them to get you to take an action um, so, I mean, okay, so there's so much about this and it, that's why Devon and I were actually talking about it recently as a part of our sharing this opportunity that we shared uh, and then our wrestling with even sharing it with you guys because it's not what we normally do. Um, and so we're going to go into some of that and why we did that um, in this coffee break session. So, and as Devani said, we are not dissing uh, the marketers and the copywriters out there because there are some that we would recommend you follow. Not only that, but to segue for just a moment, if you are a writer and you want to earn a living from your writing, one of the fastest and most lucrative ways for you to earn a living writing is not writing a novel. It is learning copywriting. You could take a copywriting course, know how to do it in about six weeks. Uh, I think they're about a six week course, mm -hmm. you know, give or take a few. Um, and at the very least six months, we're probably in six weeks. I think the last course I saw, you could be up and running with how to write copywriting and be a copywriter. And while, and you, yeah. sorry, and, and you could market your services on some of the many freelance platforms. And while we have our opinions about all this stuff, we want to be sort of like, um, uh, advice agnostic i guess is the right term because we want to offer Good, that's a things good <laughs> that um yeah thanks that um help you guys regardless of our opinion of it because yeah. just because we don't like copywriting does not mean that somebody in our audience one of you listening might think oh that's really something i want to try to do i want to make a living doing yeah. that i'd love to get into that and learn that and that's perfectly fine you know Yes. And in fact, again, we're, we would even recommend it. If you're a writer and want to earn a living from your writing, and here's the thing, sometimes we do what we have to do so we get to do what we want to do. So copywriting is not in and of itself bad. We, we're very much anti the shock clickbait kind of things, headlines and titles that happen in um, many ads on many websites, which is why we don't employ those on our websites as much as possible. Those that we are um, that are our monetizing websites through ads. Um, but you, you, so, so, so again, it could be a totally wonderful thing for you to do. And again, there are people that we admire who are doing that on a regular basis. That's how they're taught. Like one of the grandfathers of the industry is considered uh, Dan Sullivan. And everyone who knows him in, in respects him tremendously, just raves about him and has accolades about his programs and just you know, can't say enough good about him never heard anything but good about him and yet he's one of that and so he's one of the advocates of you have to do copywriting you know and it is kind of so like on the one hand the the um 
sort of the, the value-based version of it is that copywriting is about helping people identify how it is that what you're offering will help them get more of what they want. Mm-hmm. And so really it's, and you know, you consider in this really noisy, crowded marketplace, that's important. You have to get your message out there. You have to get through to the customer who wants to connect with what you have and who with whom you want to connect. Um, so again, it has its place. Why we're sharing this with you is it goes all about why it is that we shared this opportunity as an affiliate of a program that is still available, you know, as, as of this um, recording, the launch of it is still available, I think through like May 5th or whatever. Um, and we will include the link in this show notes uh, of this podcast that will always be there where you can still access the program. The price will probably change. They said it's going up. It'll never be this price again. Again, that's copywriting, written text. Um, so, you know, but usually it's true. I mean, and certainly people like those in the industry that we follow and trust um, they are advocates of never making a promise that isn't true. Mm-hmm. However, the big thing about copywriting and selling anything is creating the concept of scarcity so that people have to act now. Now, one of the ways that they describe it is typically that, you know, people either are um, those who make fast decisions or there are those that want to study and research. And it's sort of like helping people make the decision that they want to make by just kind of nudging them a little bit. And, and the guess- part that, um, the, the thing that does repel us from copy is that it assumes the many copywriters assume that somebody who does not make a fast decision is bad at making decisions and that's not necessarily true that is a statement that helps people who react i don't think i i've heard many i'm not saying that they said it here but actually actually they did um i did hear that uh but it's this assumption that if you can't make a decision on buying this now then you're just slow. And it's like this thing of repel. It's like forcing people to make a decision by feeling bad if they make a slow decision. Well, they, okay. So I didn't hear what I heard was that there are two ways to make decisions. One is you decide quickly because you know what you want. And the other is you're not sure what you want and you want to kick tires. You want to do your research basically. Um, you know, well, tire learn kickers. the emperor. Yes. I mean, that is a, considered a derogatory term. And yet to us, it's not because it's, it's wise decision-making. It's not acting impulsively. It's about, you know, taking the information, gathering the information and research and then deciding, deliberating based on all your options, you know, because then there's the other thing, these courses that push people to buy um, at the, uh, on the other side, what they also have is a lot of refunds as people go through the next day buyer's remorse and that kind of thing. So, so what we're going to share. So here's the thing that we offered and we were promoting. Okay. On the one hand, like, it's like, should we promote it? We're not sure. Uh, because first of all, we haven't gone through this course ourselves. We have, however, followed these gurus, these, uh, you know, visionary leaders, um, industry leaders for a number of years. Um, and, and I think we spent almost like four hours yeah. deliberating on whether yeah. we should send the email. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had this long discussion yeah. in the morning and we were like, we should be writing tomorrow's email, but we're here deliberating on whether we should send this affiliate email out or not. And, the, and part of the reason is because we were doing our own research. Again, right. we are not fast buyers. We were scouring all the content that we had available to us to share with you guys. Um, and so we decided to share it because of who it is that was promoting it and because of what it is even though we didn't know the entirety of what it was until we ourselves participated in the launch, um, the, the initial launch webinar. And so this is the um, knowledge-based business um, offering by Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, 
and their guest partner is Russell Brunson of Clank um, Funnels. And we think that all three of these guys have a tremendous amount of integrity. And, and why it is that we wanted to offer it to you as well is because they have succeeded far beyond where we are at this point in our business journey. And so that means that some of what they're doing is clearly working for them, that they know marketing and they know how to help you get there in ways that we can't yet do. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we even had this conversation. It's like, how can we, you know, say that we're against this kind of marketing when it's clear that it's working for so many people so well. And we haven't, because we don't do that, we haven't, uh, you know, that's still where we struggle in the sales and marketing of all the things that we have out there and all that we're doing in the world. So uh, we decided to, to go ahead because, okay, so here's a couple of things. It, here's an example. We do not own a franchise and wouldn't be inclined to buy one. However, there are many people who buy franchises because they want their own business and they're not yet sure what endeavor and they're not sh yet sure of all that's involved with putting it together. So franchises, you get tied down and committed to a contract. You usually have to invest a lot of money, but you get the business in a box kind of concept. The and how somebody's to, done the, the, the legwork of how the operations work is sort of done for you for right. the most part. In I mean, you have to implement it and you have to do your own research, but the legwork of the viability has been done, which is a huge safety net and great if that's what you need yes. and are looking for. Absolutely. And so again, it's just, so you decide what kind of thing is good for you. And so for us, we perceived this program. So like we have, we're not signing up for it because we already have a lot of our infrastructure in place and a lot of industry knowledge, essentially. Um, we're missing a few elements that we would love to be able to know what's in the course for that. Um, but we are not going to invest in the entire course for those pieces that we're missing. One of the ways that we have hacked essentially saving money on things like that is that when, because we do, we've been out in the, we've been in this, you know, like learning game, this steep learning curve for a number of years now. And so what we've decided is working really well for us is to hire the expert we need when we need it. Mm -hmm. um, so hire it for, we will hire freelancers for like a coaching consulting session, you know, for an hour or two, whatever is needed. And then we invest in that and then we go do that. And that takes care of that hole that was missing for us. Um, so, but if you're just getting started in the online world, and we know that there are so many of you who um, are, let's say that nearing retirement age or just retired, um, and you're looking for your, the next thing to do in the world, and you're looking toward creating your own creativity in the world somehow as some that in a way that's going to generate income for you as well. And so, and in which case, if you're just retiring, let's say from a job where you worked for others for all those years, then it's a huge learning curve of so much like, where do you go? What do you do? What opportunities are there? And so for those of you who are like that, or those of you who are still very much in the workplace and will be for many years to come, but you don't love the job that you're doing, uh, and want to know how to make your passion your also your living, um, then then that's where something like this could be beneficial. It could totally short circuit all the time that you would need to spend to learn so many things to get going in, in the industries. Or maybe you already have your own business and you want to add an element that just expands what you offer in your own business. Yes. 
definitely. So, so some of the options available um, on this program basically is it, it, it includes a software platform that you so that you get access to for an entire year when you buy into this program, as well as coaching, as well as all kinds of you know uh, documents and PDFs and downloads where you don't have to recreate things. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know if, where you are equipped to learn how to bring your knowledge to people through education educational resources, through um, coordinating masterminds, through hosting events, through, um, what was this? Am I missing anything? I think that was it. Primarily, let's see. Scheduling. Scheduling. Learning what it takes to really put on like a mastermind or an event yourself, like sheets that tell you if you're going to host a half day event, this is what you need to do. If you're going to host a full day event, here are recommendations based on people who've been doing this for a collective 60 years all the way down to the script and and yet yes you can do all that on your own um, and it's just going to take longer so again if you have the resources to invest in a done for you get you launched quickly program I think that this would be for you I we didn't stay to hear the whole thing I'm guessing that they have typically they have like a 30-day refund they did if they mentioned they know, okay sorry yeah. i missed that thanks for yeah. we, we, we watched it together for about an hour but we cut off just because um we've heard we've heard from these guys a lot and so after a while we just got and we had we got to get it. our our work done yeah. for the rest of the night but but so so yes yeah, so if it is that you are interested just know that you can um opt into it you can go ahead and purchase it go through and see what there is to see uh experience what there is to experience and then you can always get your refund if that is not a fit for you so so that's why you know we decided to offer this and it was just uh, but we wanted to share with you candidly again where we were coming from why we shared it with you and our thoughts about it um so we had a conversation with a few people about this uh so at asking what we thought about the event and the program and this is kind of where we the next day decided, okay, let's do a marketing thing. Um, so yeah, we've, so Paul, for instance, mentioned that it seemed like a lot of hype mm -hmm. and, you know, it did seem like, so, so if you've not followed Tony Robbins at all or Dean and don't know their story, then it's important to know where they come from. And they both come, they're both completely, all of them wrestle as well, completely self-made men where they and self-made multimillionaires by virtue of their hard work and work ethic and integrity. They've been in the industry for over 60 years collectively. Um, Tony Robbins, 42 years. Russ, uh, Dean Graziosi, I think 21 years. So half of that. Uh, Russell, Russell Brunson about 15. 10 years or 15. And they wouldn't be there still today as successful as they are um, if they weren't outstanding, upstanding people creating massive, life-changing, life-transforming programs for others. So that's why we shared their content. And but you've been, you went to Tony's um, this business mastery, mastery event, um, which is a three-day or four-day, I forget, event um, on uh, basically elevating your business and also you and your dad. Your dad. And I went to Unleash the Power, which is also like three or four days event and, and when you're when you're around these people live their energy is very contagious in like a really good way it really helps you 
reframe, rethink, and, and you can just feel that they're coming from a place of wanting to help you move past whatever you need to move past. Or, or just maybe you don't need to move past anything. Maybe you just are there to unlock a new level or to re-energize yourself. And they do a fantastic job, at least Tony. I've never experienced anything live from Russell or Dean, but I definitely can like sense their energy just from the content they put out. Yeah. And we felt we've tuned into their content off and on over the years. In fact, uh, we really enjoyed seeing Dean's um, interview with Tom Bilyeu oh, yeah. of Impact Theory, um, where he basically shared his story that I didn't know about, you know, how impoverished he was as a child and, and how he was conditioned from childhood to think that basically he couldn't do any better, not only by his family and his parents. And not to try, because why would you? But to not you? try by his teachers as well. Um, so, you know, their stories are phenomenal and something definitely to appreciate and respect. Um, where it is that, you know, so like we can, see, there's so much going on online that it's so hard to cut through the noise uh, and find out like the real deal versus not. And that's why we shared them because we believe in them. We believe what they have to offer. We think that most anything that they have to offer would have a lot of integrity. I think one of the things that we experienced about it is that it seemed like it was overhyped. And a lot of people would say that uh, we understand that we see part of the deal is uh, like, I'm going to cut away for a second too. this. It just reminded me of how a lot of people in the UK that tend to think of Americans in general as like way too like over the top, who us yeah. over the top? <laughs> no, get and, out of and, here. Yeah, but and yet and yet they love Gary Vaynerchuk, whom we love and follow. They love Tony Robbins, who and they I think probably Dean is in the UK as well. Uh, certainly Russell Brunson, and so these guys are like, um, yes, these guys are like amazingly over the top in terms of energy and enthusiasm. But that is who they are. That is what they do. And, totally. and I mean, I can relate to that because in our family, I have that reputation. Um, of being over the top. So I can relate and to that. And you live in a family of people who are dramatic. <laughs> right, right. And like you, so. like you, you can absolutely, <laughs> you can be over the top. You know, so enthusiasm alone and, you know, like energy and dynamism does not mean inauthentic. Right. It just may mean that that's their personality energy, the dynamism of that personality. And, and you know, another example, like we, so we were talking examples about someone else we admire. Um, and we'll, in fact, we'll do a gratitude session. So we'll hold off on that. Yeah. Um, for him right Stay now. Tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Um, so, so, and every, you just, you just have to go though with whose energy, like if you decide to tune into this uh, link in this webinar that they're hosting um, and investigate their resources. If you, you know, watch something and you're tempted, but you're turned off by who it is, that's, you know, the, the personas of who's hosting it and don't do it because they're still going to be a part of the program to some extent. Find the programs that it's sort of like art, yeah. you know, it's like, there are people who like abstract art and then people who, who like, you know, fine detail. Yeah. Like fine art. And yeah, exactly. There's so many kinds of creativity that we're all drawn to. So it's the same. And that doesn't make any of the other creativity wrong. Exactly. It just means you're not drawn to it. Yeah. Exactly. And we're allowed to not be drawn to things that can really <laughs> be an indicator of what you're drawn to. Yeah, that's right. That's good. So, so that's what we just wanted to share again, you know, our, our perspective on, marketing and programs. We are, as we talked about in the reasons to not go to college article, and also what was the, the college, um, what was the, 
coffee break and yeah something about knowledge in college what was the title of that coffee break that um, knowledge over college knowledge over college thank you she came uh, up with that one but she remembered it backup <laughs> memory um so yeah we talk about it in those pod that podcast and our coffee break session and that article where that we're all for education we're all for continuing education so the main thing that's going to serve you most whatever you decide is to continue moving forward and learning more in the area that you wish to to excel in yeah so like the quote never let your schooling get in the way of your education which is misquoted often as a mark twain quote but it's really grant adams so oh you found, that the author. There, I did. you found the author mm -hmm. okay great and yeah. who is grant adams did you check that <laughs> i did but i don't remember okay. i just remember the name just okay. put the little correction in the universe. I'm sure Grant yeah, Adams yeah. will be really happy. Right. <laughs> He's not even alive, right. but I'm sure he'll be happy. That's right. That's right. So, okay, guys, I think, did, is that, do we I think cover we covered everything? a lot. And so I guess the bottom line is where we can help you guys is audience growth, content, leveraging your time, being more productive, helping you achieve your goals, having focus and a supportive, creative community of like-minded people to really just inspire you every day or when you need to check in or when you need accountability. We have challenges, content, this, this podcast. But then the reason we sent this Tony Robbins thing out and the reason we send different offers out and we do get money from some of them and some we don't, some we just share. The reason we do that is because we can't necessarily help you right now with like the sales marketing or the really nitty-gritty tactical stuff but we want to be able to provide you resources that we think are genuine and authentic and that either we've done or we have followed the people long enough to know that they're legit and for real mm -hmm. and so that's why we sent this out even though we had long discussions about was it the right thing did we did we sound too salesy did did this was this really authentic and so we just wanted to clear up that it wasn't us trying to be into the copy stuff, but we did want to set a precedence of sending these materials that we can't personally help you with, but still giving you the resources so that you can check it out and be informed of what's out there for you. Yeah, which ties in with part of our purpose and goal that we mentioned earlier, you know, basically to help you succeed, to help creators succeed. Um, and, you know, we'll be increasingly growing our, not only our own knowledge and ability to help you, uh, but also the resources and connections that we know, hopefully even know more about um, and, and or have personally experienced and certainly by people that we can vouch for. Um, so, yeah, so I think, and, and what we know about that course, like the, the things that the components that they were offering in the course on how it is to help people monetize from their skills. Mm -hmm. That's what's so important. So it's yeah. like, it's, there are so many ways, you know, even if you don't th think that you have a degree in, you know, it's like the whole concept that we're steeped in and that is that if you know more than somebody else about something, then you can teach what you know. Um, and there are many people who are coming out of the work. Let's say that you're coming out of the workplace as a, a school teacher. Then one of the things you could teach is how to, um, you could teach other teachers, other parents, how to create curric curriculums oh, yeah. uh, for different grades. You could... Yeah, uh, and you could sell that because the homeschooling, hack schooling, self-education thing is just growing and people want to learn like how to structure their time on their own because if they're doing it themselves, then they're not being provided a structure and yeah, that's valuable. That's right. So another example, like uh, Shannon Billings uh, Schofield in our group um, has a is into bees and is beekeeping and yeah. she's becoming like, I don't remember, sorry. She's becoming a master beekeeper. A master beekeeper and thing. so part of the requirement is she needs to take on apprentices and she has one right and I think she needs like five 
and she loves the beekeeping. Yeah. I mean, she just like, it's like her happy place. And she's such a good personality. Yeah. She loves the bees. And and she, and, yeah. Yes. She's, uh, so she's you know, lives in Alabama. She has a nice Southern accent and, and humor and wit. So that'd be an example where she could, you know, totally take a bee course online and create content for people. Does she need a course and a platform, you know, to do that? No. Um, but will it short circuit the, the journey? Of course, absolutely. So, but in the meantime, you know, if you, if you have the revenue to shorten, as Tony said, uh, decades into days, condensed decades into days, then it might be the thing for you to show you what's possible. Uh, if not, then just go with the, what you already know and begin one day at a time moving in that direction mm -hmm. of how it is that you might take what you know, what you're learning and package it in such a way that helps others. Um, and there's so many ways to do that online. And, yeah. and in fact, many people we know have done so. One of the concepts is brokering, like creating mastermind events. You don't even have to be the expert. You don't even have to already know something, but if you love people, if you're pretty good with organizing or coordinating, uh, you know, good enough uh, that you could host an event, uh, kind of like hosting like a larger podcast in a way, yeah. then you could totally be a knowledge broker. Like for instance, Devani and I are not visual artists. Devani enjoys it as a hobby, but we're not expert visual artists by any means. Mm -hmm. And so we could certainly host an event uh, and offer it through the I Create Daily platform and we shall. And that's one of our goals. And we'll talk about that in another podcast. Some of the many things that we have planned as a part of the I Create Daily vision and platform. And we'll um, be coming out with an article soon because several people have asked how to price their artwork. And so we're going to be um, condensed, we're going to be uh, curating some, um, some of the resources for that and asking visual artists who are actively selling their work now some of their tips and advice on how do you price your work art because several of you have asked. So that's another thing that we do in our content creation is like we take your questions really seriously mm -hmm. because if you want to know, there's other people who are silently asking the question. Yeah, absolutely. And we've added our own knowledge as well relative to the, the con our business knowledge. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that many creators are missing and artists are missing is the business side of it. So while pricing art is a thing that's specific to art, there's also a business element of it um, that we have used, and certainly Devani's father and I have used in our business life over the years as well as our negotiations in real estate um, and uh, uh, service providing through landscape, through con construction, contracting, that sort of thing. So, you know, we bring in those elements of knowledge as well. And, and a unique perspective to yeah. offer that might not come from somebody steeped in the art. Just art. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. So, you know, because business, essentially business is business. There's just some basic components, you know, a basic is formulaic as Tony said. And, mm -hmm. you know, once you have that formula, you can plug it in, you know, to any, it's like a podcast, yeah. you know, podcasting and how to do it is formulaic. It's basically has certain procedures and no matter your topic, you can still use those same basic mm -hmm. structure and it works. Um, so yeah. So I think that that covers all for today's podcast. Yeah, I think that covers it. And again, if you guys have questions, if you guys have things you want to know about, feel free to let us know because we'll either do a coffee break, we'll find somebody to interview, we'll write an article on it, but we'll get your question answered or point you in the right direction. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us for the I Create Daily podcast. Please let us know what creatives you would like us to interview and what topics you would be interested in hearing more about. And if you enjoyed this show, please leave a review on iTunes. We value your feedback. We read all the reviews and it just helps us get the word out on the I Create Daily podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks so much.